Good people. Peace. How are you feeling today? Feeling good today. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And the listeners on the Black Love Podcast Network. Yes. Big ups, big love. Yes. Thank you all for tuning in once again with us. Today is a special episode because it actually is inspired by a question from a listener. Nice. We appreciate the questions. We appreciate the feedback. So there was a listener out there who reached out and they asked a very specific question. And it was, how do you find beauty on hard days? Mm. I feel like that's such a dope ass question. I think it's a real dope question. And it caused me to do some reflection on like, let me not try to answer a question. Let me try to create the pathway and the conditions for all of us to reflect. Mm. Because I don't know how to answer that question for you right right i can tell you about my experiences and perhaps that can create the space yeah for you to reflect on yours i want to start with an affirmation that i think speaks to this very nature okay of life grab your text please and turn to page 18 okay page 18 reads even a hard day is a good day because it will bring me closer to balance and understanding here i am postured to master my peace Even a hard day is a good day because it will bring me closer to balance and understanding. Here, I am postured to master my peace. I rubbed my temple with this one. I didn't even take a deep breath. I rubbed my temple (laughs) because I feel like this is such profound Mm. and it is not easy work Mm -hmm. and it requires rehearsing. Mm -hmm. It also requires hindsight and Taking time to understand what your lived experiences are that inform your present and how to navigate that. Yes. I feel like that's more of the cognitive pathway to understanding. But I really want to understand more about how you found this framing of Mm. mind. Thank you for that entry point, Fee. Thank you for giving us inference to the cognitive pathway and the fact that this requires hindsight. But we are, in fact, a composition of lived experiences. Mm-hmm. Each day comes with so much wisdom. I remember when I learned the difference between doing nothing and resting, how challenging it was for me to perceive the idea to do nothing. I couldn't get with it. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, or I was taught later, that resting is, in fact, an action, is, in fact, a revolutionary act of self-love. And learning how to actively rest was different than the framing of mind I once had when I thought I was doing nothing. Hmm. Say that. So I bring those two illustrations forth to show how the framing of one's mind can inform looking forward. Yeah. And in this case, I realized that much of the perspective I hold, the way I see the world, the way I see my role in the world, the way I see the power of love, why I choose to be a practitioner of love in this way. I recognize that the days of ease gave me room to rest or reflect. But the days of challenge were active problem-solving days. My truth, my intuition, my lived experiences, 
And on the really good days, it would include a surrender. Hmm. Surrender in the form of giving thanks and gratitude or surrender in the form of, I can't do this on my own. In either of those instances, the days of challenge. And challenge can be described or included as a number of mitigating circumstances. Poverty can be a challenge. Mm. Miscommunication can be a challenge. Mm -hmm. Being misunderstood can be a challenge. Mm -hmm. Grief can be a challenge. Mm. But in all these instances, it was actively problem solving, right? Mm -hmm. And I realized that it was through these experiences that I was hearing from my dearest Kamali. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so our very special guest, yeah. Kamali, joins us from a nap. So, I mean, she piped up. So I was saying these experiences, right? Mm-hmm. They were the framing for me that would inform my position, what I believe, what I could solve, what I couldn't solve, what I would surrender. The hard days brought me to, for me, my faith, it brought me to a commune of either intense questions or intense surrender. Each time I realized it was getting me closer to what I would call balance. Balance insofar as when the day opens and it closes, and sometimes there's matters unresolved at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. I've waken up consecutively to new days. Hmm. Those days become marking between anniversaries. They reconfigure your calendar. But, you know, I don't want to always default to the great poet and songwriter. Stevie Wonder. (laughs) I feel like we always going to do that. Well, that's because this particular space is dealing with the emotion of love, grief, and those things are experienced in time. Man. So time is this underlying metronome Mm. to our entire experience. It often informs our ease or our anxiety because we don't know if we have enough time. Right. Mm. Bills aren't due eventually. Mm, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's part of the pressures people experience. Now I'm just bringing up bills because it's relatable to all of us. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not due eventually. It's the controlled time that makes it hard. That makes folks got to go out and work or hustle or do what they have to do to provide. Mm. The kids don't get hungry eventually. Okay. It's repetitive. It's happening just as time moves on. So similarly, what I find as time moves on, I calibrate. It helps me calibrate what was once impossible, what was once incredibly overwhelming, does not impact me the same. My goal is for it to not impact me the same the second time I encounter it. Mm. I Mm. have the perspective of the past that informs me. I made it through the last one of these. Mm. This storm, this rain, this heavy, I made it through the last one of these. I love that you label this, right? The perspective of the past informs What's ahead of you? It only informs your present. Okay, good. How does one take themselves to that understanding? How does one practice saying, okay, I've been through this before and uses that experience to inform the present? Some days you don't. Some days it doesn't sound like I've been through that before and I can make it through this. Right. 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 Some days is, what is this? Mm. I can't examine this question without including my faith. Hmm. Because it is on the days where it's most overwhelming. How am I going to make it through this? I have scripture and prayer and journal as evidence that I was never alone. Hmm. If this outcome should be less than favorable, less than I desire, I'm coming to you because I wasn't alone. And I need your help to understand 
why is the outcome this unfavorable? Or if it is overwhelming, I'm coming to you because I know that I've come to you in times where I've been overwhelmed. The scripture that comes to mind for me is when I am overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. What happens when in your lived experiences, you have reached for the rock that is higher than I and it does not turn out in your favor? What I originally posed was when I'm overwhelmed and the situation is unfavorable or less than favorable, I'm still coming to you because I wasn't alone. Hmm. So I come to you in gratitude or I come to you in help me understand and question, but I'm coming to you because I wasn't alone. I wasn't alone. And I don't know why this day was as unfavorable as it was, but this isn't measured about a day. Yes. How do I find gratitude in the days? But like beauty in the hard days, beauty in the hard days. Yeah. Sometimes you don't find it in the day. You find it in a reflection of the day. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly where it's at. Yeah. And you need the time to be able to find it. Like my life experience has taught me that I've needed every second, every moment of time to get to that beautiful part. I may not know it right away, right? It's like in our experience with grief, there were a lot of scriptures or offerings of alternative perspectives that I should take in that moment. And someone might say that there was a purpose for this, right? Mm-hmm. And that maybe not use the exact word, but tone and context informed me that the purpose would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm not seeing it like that in that moment, right? Like, no. Precisely. There is none. But it required for me 365 plus days. And I needed every single one of those days to understand and find what was actually true then, but true for me now. I love the refinery process of this conversation Mm -hmm. and how it started with the affirmation and reflection Mm -hmm. and then to the present time. Mm -hmm. And we both got the understanding that, oh, sometimes you don't find the beauty in the hard day while you're in that day. Right, right. Right. It's like the question posed requires us to examine the pathway and say, oh, perhaps it's the question, the way it's posed, can impede in finding the beauty, right? Mm-hmm. It's how do you? Reflection. When do you? We don't know, right? Right. There's a how, but there's not a when. And that's the thing about time. Yep. But I like how you started to investigate this. And you talked about the days of ease. They gave rest and reflection. Mm. And the days of challenge, they gave the active problem solving. They gave the opportunity for assessing truth and intuition. They gave opportunity for surrendering. And That's right, I think if I'm listening to you closely, it almost also sounds like you find the beauty in those days of ease when you have the rest and reflection. I love your active listening and the way you synthesize while we breaking the conversation down, Fee. Because when you bring me back to that point of the days of rest and ease, create room for reflection. Mm-hmm. I recognize that although it is a basic human right, sometimes rest and ease can feel like a privilege. That's right. right. Because we were talking about other experiences in grief where you don't have room to reflect. Mm-hmm. It's just going through, going through, going through, going through. And although, mm-hmm. yes, it is the past. Sometimes it is the only reference we'll have for how we can examine and navigate our current circumstances, man. our life, not somebody else's, mm-hmm. our days, not somebody else's. But I recognize that it's a privilege. At least the conditions that create rest and reflection can be a privilege. 
so many of us live under circumstances where that is just hard to come by. Especially living in a black body, in a black experience. Especially a black body in a black experience. Especially mitigated against the experience. That's right, Kamala. <laughs> Especially when you include systems that have extracted mm-hmm. time and value from us and haven't taught us to value ourselves or our wellness. Hopefully the pandemic has helped inform a new way of looking at our own value, what is important, mm-hmm. our health, mm-hmm. our mental health, mm-hmm. our wellness. Hopefully we're becoming a more empathetic society so we can see that, right? Yeah. But there's so many things that interfere with us being able to hear from ourselves, take care of ourselves, mm-hmm. in addition to being in a black body in this America, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We won't act like that's not a underlying social determinant on health. Right. But beyond that, each of us are trying to figure out how to see ourselves, how to hear ourselves, how to hear from ourselves. And we're fortunate in the way that we have that writing was a tool for us. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's through these writings that we produce the reflection, the conversation, and ultimately a roadmap for that listener who asks that very important question. Yeah. So to you, I say, Questions, how do you find the beauty in the hard days? What we find, the answer can be is sometimes you don't find it in the hard day. You find it in reflection of that hard day. And I'm actively working to create space. We do it for the mothers. Right. right. But I do wish for a world where we have room to reflect. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. medicine there yeah. for all of us. Yeah. I've been so privileged to have you by my side, guiding me in reflection and offering even from your lived experiences, these perspectives of the past that afford me opportunities for reframe and rehearsing the knowings through my writing. I'm so grateful for that, that we've been able to use these experiences and have a platform like this that allows us to even further investigate it. So that we may know and never forget. Mm. It's a blessing and a privilege to be your partner, your husband. I believe so deeply in your writing, how you reflect. You taught myself and the world so much in the early onset of our grief. And I knew that it was something exceptional about the way you can examine, take time to reflect and synthesize and ask difficult questions of yourself, of God and of the people who offer advice. I like that quality about you. And it's been to the better of us all that we get room to investigate, to hear from you, us. I recognize that you were mom, you lend your body. Mm -hmm. I also want to just say this. If you aren't able to find the time to reflect, I want to acknowledge that because I don't know if this episode would be any good for you if what we suggested is not your current possible reality and we just presented as such. But just know that when hearts are connected on your behalf, praying on your behalf for that time to become available, it will appear. So even if you don't have it now, please don't be discouraged. There was beauty in that day that was incredibly hard. And it was through the Sankofa principle, right, of going back and getting it. It informed greatly my pursuit. Mm-hmm. But we know that this is embedded in me culturally. This is embedded in me through the lens of hip hop, the stories we tell. Mm-hmm. So I was privileged in a way because I knew that I wanted to go back and get it. And that's why I reflected through the days. So if you don't have time yet, we'll be holding space for you. You can send more questions in. You might be even range tapping in one time just to let you know that you're not alone. I have several people in my life who are still looking for the time to process what Mm. they've experienced. But in time, they're finding beauty day by day. 
And I bid the same for you. I also want to acknowledge, too, that even when you have the time, like in my experience, having the time and wanting to engage in that process is not something that comes fairly easy in my experience. Mm -hmm. Right? Sometimes I've even avoided it mm -hmm. right? because I don't want to, per se, relive the challenge or the hardship of it. Right. But I've found that I've been able to understand more clearly more about my lived experience when I'm able to take that time and write. You also said that you needed every single moment. I did. <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't mean the first available day. Yep, you're right. Resting is a revolutionary act and reflecting and resting aren't the exact same thing. Yeah. So every day is necessary, even the hard ones. Because <laughs> it's what brings us closer to balance and understanding. Closer meaning by distance. Right. Not by force, but by will. You're on your way to closer to understanding. By will, not by force. Cannot force it. If you willfully seek this peace, seek this understanding, every day you are incrementally closer. I know this to be true. Mm. So I really do bid that peace to you in your journey. I want to thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations <laughs> with Felicia's lovely mm -mm. <laughs> no, no i'm serious though check it out though the way you inquire is so scientific <laughs> but it includes so much heart so i thank you really for being in this experience with us and what you offer to our listeners thank you for tuning into another episode of soul affirmations with felicia and kariga with kariga and felicia and kamali and kamali obviously <laughs> on the black love podcast network be sure to tell a friend yes be sure to even send us more questions yeah if there is an inquiry that you have of us yeah follow yeah get friends involved this production of soul affirmations yeah is brought to you from our executive producers cody and tommy oliver that's right produced by crystal hill that's right and edited by massa mclemore massive love peace <laughs>